All right, here we are. Here we are, boys. Podcast, podcast number two. We got the original Triple J, original Triple J squad here. I'm Jonah. I'm I'm Jack. That's right. My name is yes. It's the Triple J Power Hour, as hosted on. Yeah, you 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 just beeped that yourself there. You just did that yourself. That's good. No, not to not to break the fourth wall, but isn't this called City Jeans? Pod jeans. It's just pod jeans. It's just pod jeans right. now. I don't even know if we should keep it as that. I, I don't even know what I we should I put my jeans on. That's a really good song. It is a good song. It's really good. Woke up this morning. I put my pod jeans that, That's right. Okay. That's correct. So what did we What did we do before? What did we do? Yeah, what did we do? Uh, um, uh, we killed 20 to 40 people, and we told our lawyer about it. Yeah, all about it. All about all, it. All about it. And then he denied that it that exactly. even happened. We didn't even is get our, our we is our name Patrick Bateman. Our name our name is Patrick Bateman. We Might are well be. We, we're a bunch of American psychos. That's I don't think any of us are as psychotic as, as him, truly. I don't think we're even close. If you combine the psychosis of all of us, you would get like not even a tenth of, of Patrick Bateman. You'd maybe get one of his co-workers, maybe. Yeah. Probably not even. That'd fucking <laughs> suck. All right, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Let's start at the beginning. So we watched we watched American Psycho. Uh, how how did this start? How did the movie start? Well, it started like any good day does with a routine. It started it started with the routine, but what happened before the routine? Are we here to summarize it or to analyze it? We're here to analyze it, but I'm thinking okay. let's go bit by bit here. I've got a list I made during the movie. But okay. I wanna I want before we do that, I wanna if you're okay with this. Get, get a grand picture going. All right. That maybe All right. like, you know. The grand unified can, theory of American Psycho. A grand theory we can reference every time we go into the small thing. Because I, I feel like there's a theme going on in this movie. And that theme is madness. Yeah. It's being a psycho. <laughs> That's the theme. Because <laughs> when you're a psycho, people like, are like, shit, that, that dude's a psycho. In this movie... No one mentions that he's a psycho, even when he's like, I'm a psycho. It's like, no, you're mad. I've got I've got a theory about this, right? I, I do theory. as well. Yeah. I, have, I have the grand unifying theory of American Psycho. Oh, I, also, yeah. to round up my theory, it's, it's a modern rendering shortened to a film format of Crime and Punishment. I was going to say The Inferno, but maybe... I don't know crime and punishment to, to agree or disagree with that. So based the part about crime and punishment I'm talking about is basically how it starts out with this guy killing his landlady because she's a bitch. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. And then, Hell yeah. and then afterwards start. he's like, he gets really like upset about like, oh, fuck, I killed a lady. I'm guilty. Okay, Everyone knows cool. about it. And he eventually yeah. confesses. And they're like, you didn't kill her. And he's like, no, I did. And he's like, no, you didn't. Yeah, that, so that, that basically is this movie then. Yeah, there's a lot more like things that happen in Crime and Punishment that don't pair at all thematically between that book and this story. But those two arcs are exactly the same. That sounds about right. All right. So my theory about this, my theory about this is that this was essentially a huge daydream from him about him killing a bunch of people because he's insane. He just like. He, he pretty much lived through it. Some of it had to have been a dream because at the end, when he destroys the police car with the gun and he looks at the gun, like, how the fuck is that even possible? 
Like, I don't know what the context was for that in the book. That probably would have helped a bit there. But it really made it seem like either he's just shocked at that it was even possible because, you know, it, it actually happened, or he's shocked that it was possible because it did. And that theory kind of extends after, uh, after the, he talks to his lawyer. And he's like, yeah, I, I had lunch with Paul Allen in London uh, just last week or whatever he says. But it brings me, it, it really brings you to the thought that no one actually gives a fuck who anyone is in high society. They only give a fuck about the connections that they can collect. From people. Like the, the amount of people that have mistaken Bateman for someone else. Like first there was someone mistaken him for, what was it like Halverstadt or something like that? Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. I think Paul Allen it, mistaking it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much every time he gets mistaken for someone. No one actually says, oh, hey, Bateman, except for like, his, his group of, of three or four boys that he hangs out with at the start of the end. Okay. But it, could be the gonna, case that, it, it could be the case that he killed all these people, but it doesn't fucking matter. I'm going to jump off of this point and launch into my theory. Of, all right, let's hear it. My let's theory it. of the movie is he's in hell. Um, uh, ooh, ooh. He did commit some of, some of the crimes, at least. He committed some murders, and I think his obsession with... He discusses at multiple points different serial killers like Ted Bundy and Ed Gein, and no one recognizes those, which I think links back to the lack of recognition of the Lee does kill or his even confession towards the killing. And that kind of relates back to that closing monologue of, um, what, he's the apex predator, but there is no catharsis. Um, he's just kind of stuck in that pain forever. He kind of ramps up towards a confession and then is never given the payoff of actually facing punishment, which I think is his punishment for the murder. Now, the Inferno book, do you mean like... Dante's the Inferno one was what I was thinking. That was my goal oh, there. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about that. I have one more thought about this. If mm -hmm. you think about it, he's essentially the one-punch man of murders. Like, he's just yes. so good at it. And he, was, he never gets stopped ever. Like even even by the cops, he just he just owns them completely. Yeah, he is, he is the Saitama of uh, of murders. That brings me to another point of what movies would be made better or scarier if Patrick Bateman was just added in the background. Home Alone. <laughs> well, Kevin, I think Kevin Malone is actually Patrick Bateman when he's young. That child is pure evil and will. Oh wait. Damn it! What Kevin Malone I just know, is the fat guy from The Office. He's the he's you're the right. Guy. Okay, the main the main is it Kevin McAllister? Who's the main I think it's Home I Alone? think it's McAllister. I've never I've never actually seen Home Alone. I just know that he makes a bunch of traps and kills people. It's it's good. <laughs> it's like Scooby Doo, but with the child and with murder. And like Home Alone Two, or whatever. Right? Wasn't that was Donald Trump in Home Alone Two? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what unifies the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, but he's like, is that Donald Trump's car? And then, and then he's talking about Ivana Trump. Didn't they? Didn't they get divorced too? Jack, Jack, you're staticky. I'm. Oh, God damn it. Okay, hold on. I'll be. I'll be back. All right. <laughs> so, uh, I was Okay, I think the problem with this movie is that it's a movie and not a book. Am I good? Do I sound fine now? You sound a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, you sound better. Good. 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 So what I was saying is, that I think the problem with this story is that. It, it's different between the book and the movie. And because of that, there's a lot of holes that might be, might be, not guaranteed, but might be solved via the book story as opposed to the not the movie story. But from the other thing is that there's a lot of things apparently in the book, so I've heard, 
setups aren't explained or worse off than the movie. Yeah. It's really um, a mixed bag of like, this means nothing and, and something at the same time. Yeah, they yeah, seem like from, two different different units of media, really. Yeah, one of my one of my friends has read the book, and they said it was very different. The main consistent through line is that the rely or the narrator is really unreliable. I think that there's a a base inherent contradictoriness to the story. That's just it's just part of the story, where it's like it's contradicting itself because it's not supposed to make sense. Mm. It's supposed to be like this is fucked. Um, Society's fucked, especially with like the almost caste system that's going on here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, in in this movie, it really gives some amazing insight into into high society. Though, let's let's talk about that a little bit. Like everyone seems to talk and walk and act exactly the same in a way that you don't actually give a fuck about any of the people around you, but you give a fuck. You, you have to pretend to give a fuck, at least, because those are your connections. Like, when, his, when um, Bateman's breaking up with his fiance, right? And yeah. she says, my friends are your friends. And she's not trying to make it work because she loves Bateman. She's trying to make it work so that her personal life works better. Yeah. The, the whole thing is just emotion. It's, um, people use each other almost typically all the time in every sort of relationship for some purpose that may or may not be selfish, typically selfish though. And it's very obvious in this instance that they're using each other for status um, and no real connection. I I suppose to a degree, some people use people for some things. Some people don't use people quite as much, but in this movie, it's it's really, I guess let's let's take it 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 back a step. Let's take it back a step. I think like using people, like people use each other all the time, but you know, by using the words "I use you," it sounds really bad and almost like like Pokemon. Unequal. But I say like Pokemon. Is that what you just said? <laughs> I choose uh, you. No. no, it's. I think it's people. Oftentimes, when they when you're being used by someone, it's often in an equal manner. So. Mm. It, both parties find it acceptable. Like, I think friendship is using someone. That is true. But, but I mean, friendship parties, has another, it, it has something else to it, you know, where you just have it, to enjoy the company of the other person. But, but that's you know, what you're using it, them for, the company, the, the value they you derive from their company. And they do that to you too, which is okay. I suppose that's technically true, but to conceptualize it like that makes me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> Why is that? I don't like feeling like I'm using people for things. I don't know. I, I recognize that sometimes, you know, you might need a favor. You might need to do some this or that yeah. for someone. But it, I don't it's think not like it's using. I think that okay. it's just that comes with the friendship, you know, and then you get an inherent enjoyment of, you know, that person's company. So that also comes with the friendship. I guess like there's there's use in terms of like actionable. I'm using this wrench to turn a bolt. I am physically using this. And then there is use in a different way, where it's, I'm using this for not a physical act, but a mental value it gives me. Again, it's, it's not like a, if you think about it, it's fucked, right? It, it obviously is like, wow, this is terrible. I, I can't yeah. not use people because it's just how things are. I mean, if you boil it down like that, 
it's it's just that's just utility from economics. Like if you get yeah. like a sandwich, that has some utility to you. But also having friendship with someone has utility as well. But a, a sandwich or having multiple sandwiches that give you an equal amount of utility to someone's friendship does not mean that they're equitable uh, equitable products, right? Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is that we use things and people for their utility. Now that doesn't mean all things are used equally or that all utilities are equal. But I guess what I'm saying is that if someone has no utility to them, to you, you likely won't interact with them. That, well, that is true. If someone has zero utility, then, then yeah, you, you really have no interest in doing it. Uh, we're, we're, we're digressing a lot here. Oh, I, just, a, I just gets to a point. So Patrick Bateman only sees people, like, like he, he only thinks in utility. Everyone else, like, you know, makes it unsaid. Or unobvious. Yeah. Yeah. Bateman only sees utility and then acts out only through that utility. This movie is a metaphor for how capitalism and all of our personal interactions are transact. Damn. Yeah. That that's 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 more just the market. That's more just the actions of the market. This is not this is not a politics or econ pod. I don't yes. want to. That's just going way too far off. Let's let's get back to American Psycho. Let's talk about let's talk about his routine. Let's talk about how wild that is. You can do a thousand crunches. What's going on there? How can What's you going on there? What's like how if you're a writer? If you're a writer and you're writing this book, you're like, man, what would what would be crazy to do in the morning? People go for runs. That's bullshit. People will work out. Yeah, but Bateman, he does more. He does more than working out. He just he gets good. And how he you get good? You do a thousand something. You're pretty good at it. A thousand crunches. Yeah. If if I were a writer, I'd probably just be like, all right, what's like the upper limit for the what's the reasonable amount of crunches? Uh, a thousand? Uh, I don't it's know. Like, uh, fucking a thousand crunches. What does what does the writer look like? Let's see. Let's see if he if he's like kind of heavy or not. Because if he if it, it looks like he works out, I shouldn't say heavy. If it looks like he works out, then we know that he should have a a good idea. But if it looks like he's a weakling, like like us or or like me and you, Jonah, Jared, I know you're jacked. We, however, are not. I'm a bit less jacked right now, but I think I still get looks shirtless, like, like subtle looks when they're like no one around and they're all like pent up in the house because of coronavirus. All Jared has to do is stare at the mirror and flex like Patrick. Does. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like I look in the mirror a lot ever since living alone because it's just like, you know, you're like on the phone talking. You just walk into the restroom, look in the mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have like a mental map of where all the mirrors are in the house. So I can just like, yep. I think everyone does that, but I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think everyone must do that. Everyone, even if even if someone is not hot, they must look in the mirror and be like, "Yeah, there you go." I mean, I do it all the time, like looking good. Yeah, Just staring um, at my like incredibly yellow teeth and drinking a pot of coffee every day, making them even more even more yellow. We we've all been there. All... <laughs> yeah, I'm still Bateman there. Just, yeah, Bateman just does it when he's fucking. All right, this guy Brett. He's like a vampire. Brett Easton Ellis. This is the guy who made who made the movie. And you know what? It looks like he could he could go to the gym. He could not go to the gym. We, we don't know. It's a regular ass looking dude. It's just a regular guy. It's just a normal guy. Yeah. Add shirtless to the query. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's see. All right, we're getting nothing. We're Damn. Getting... I'm oh, Oh, that was an old picture they got of him on Wikipedia. Wow. Yeah, he's he does not go to the gym. Jack, you know about Wikipedia? It's not good. I, I know about Wikipedia. It's not good. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't like it. A uh, collection of all knowledge. Not good. 
not I'm against it. I'm against it. I'm against knowledge. So, yeah, I'm against reading in all forms. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the fact that we're encoding language and things other than the words that we speak out of our out of our mouth flap. Yeah. I think that if we're putting it in letters, it's it's like being a heathen. It's it's too it's it's too strange. So silicon silicon is the devil's yeah. All right. So that scene when he is walking down the hallway at whatever his merger and acquisitions firm is, you can murder replace, and execution. Yeah, the, the murder and execution firm. You can replace that song with anything, and it it works. Like replace it with anything. Just 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 think about like uh, I don't know what's a what's a song. Any death. It's a good song. song. If you if you have like tachyon in there, it works. <laughs> if you have tachyon, it works. If you've got on GP, it works. If you've got um, what's that yeah, one from from government plates that that's the only song anyone listens to off of that? Um, it's the one like with the paint on government plates. Plate? No, not that one. I don't know. It doesn't matter. This is this isn't a death grip spot. I, I don't have to know. Not yet. Not yet. It it won't be. I refuse. I refuse. To. We that'll that'll be it. when I'm the only person left on the podcast. Uh, yeah, you'll be you'll just speak for an hour, an hour <laughs> a week about just like. <laughs> so I listen, I listen to Money Machine again. That's pretty good. That's yeah. Um, not death grips. That's like that's life. That's shit. Like life. Grips. God damn it! Money that is, is life. Grips. Grips. Shit. Yeah. Um, Hustle Bones is the song I meant to say. All uh, right. Hustle Bones. I I actually don't know if Hustle Bones would fit in that scene. Would it? I'm gonna have probably to make you can make a part of it work at least. I, uh, I'll I'll have to check that out. I feel like Bateman would be the kind of guy to be listening to Death Grips too. Like he would just listen to it and he wouldn't care. <laughs> he would he would bring a he just bring brings... a prostitute to his apartment. He'd be like could be like you like MC Rod to start going off while fun he's fact. his raincoat. Yeah, actually, wait, I'm not gonna. That's a you don't have a fun fact. I had a fun home. fact, but it gives too much info. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to have to bleep too much this time. Wait, John, is it, is it about you? No, well, not really. Okay. It's it's a fun fact about the, about those words that he likes to say all the time. I don't like that bit. I don't like it. You don't, okay, you don't like to don't. say off quick. Like I don't. I don't. <laughs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> what was the next scene on your list, Jack? Um. I, I wrote down uh, boxing at the Harvard Club, LOL. And then I went and I looked up the Harvard Club. Evidently, it's real, and it is for people that went to Harvard. And I think that must be one of the most lifeless places on the planet, truly. Jesus Christ. Just like, so one thing I noticed is that all of the, like, okay, not all, I'd say about half of the business-type guys you see in this movie all have the same getup going on between their hair they're like they're clean shaved. The cards are all the same, basically. Yeah, the cards. The cards was the next scene that I had here. And and um, they're basically making like mountains out of the subtle molehills of difference between each and everything. And to like to us, they would all be like, "Oh, those guys are all the same in terms of status." But to them, in their like tight society, high society, one little fucking reservation at Dorcia is like, "Oh shit, this guy." He fucks. <laughs> yeah, when, they're when they're discussing yeah. the apartment, it's like this one is much nicer. I'm like, they are almost. Yeah, those, the same. They look the, they look the same pretty much. Yeah, but that, that's a that's a good point that they're making mountains out of molehills. I was thinking about that too. 
Like if you're um, if you go to a, a private school in I don't know in England and they make you wear a uniform and all that, you can no longer discriminate based on clothes. And obviously, it's it's wrong to discriminate based on race, so they can't do that. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna do it on like backpacks or like pens or something, right? And that's the exact thing they do in this movie. They start they start uh, discriminating against one another based on the freaking business cards. And that all the business cards look almost identical. That's just Bateman. Again, everyone else is like not as mad as he is about it. He is a oh, mad yeah. one. Everyone else oh, yeah, is like, oh, that's nice card. Bateman. He's like a, oh, yeah. a soulless All he has is the mind, the minute. Right. But I guess what I'm saying is that it's it's not the discriminatory thing. It's Bateman is the only one that we are see- shown who's making a big deal out of every small difference of status. I don't know, because they all started showing off business cards. He was just the one that got the most pissed. I feel yeah, like yeah, if, if there was no status attached to the cards at all, they probably wouldn't show them, which they really shouldn't be, because they really do look almost identical, except for the texture and, I guess, the shade of white. But who cares? They look... They look I guess similar. part of it is, like, if... Back when I used to, like, run cross-country, it, you know, it would be like, oh, dude, those are some nice fucking running socks you got. Like, at a race, it just, we'd, like compare socks and obviously there'd always be one guy with the best socks but we weren't like and jared was just I gotta get better socks this guy fuck this guy jared was filled with rage and went to go throw a chainsaw at him from two stories up the rage is what fueled jared to being good at cross country i was never like oh my god his socks they have a nike mark no (laughs) oh we'll we'll get to nikes oh we'll get to nikes Uh, um so yeah so next up um, let's talk about the scene with the gay dude and how, how, um, what, what was his name? It was like Luis or Lewis or something, right? I, I, I don't remember what his name was. Um, I'm sure no one else in, in the, <laughs> I'm sure no one else in that universe really remembers it either based on how the movie went. Well, we saw his card, so. We, we did. I don't remember it. Um, it was like maroon in the lettering. Lewis. All right. So, so Lewis, let's talk about Lewis and Bateman and the interactions that they had. And then the, the final the final interaction in the bathroom. So it, it seems like this guy is obviously deeply closeted. That's part of his character. But I, I feel like they kind of painted him too much to be like the, the, the gay guy in the movie, you know? They gave him the weird haircut. And I don't think anyone would have that haircut regardless of their sexuality because it's garbage. Jack, I have that haircut. You you do you don't have the haircut where it's parted down the middle. You do not have that. No, Jack, I do. You don't have that haircut. You don't. I have do. <laughs> you, no, I do not have. <laughs> Jack, right. I do. If you, if you do have it, I apologize, but I don't think you do have it. <laughs> I do. I do. All right, send. Give me, send a, give me a second. I'll put it in the. Put it in the chat. I, I need to see whether or not you actually have it. Don't don't like go part your hair like that on purpose either. I'm gonna go to your Instagram. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna probably. It's not it's not a recent haircut. Okay, it, it's no, it's not. I have no photos. I'm scared with the recent haircut. This just kind of grew how it is right now. Okay, so you you have it right now, but I have it right now. I took a picture on my uh on my laptop. I'm gonna share it and put it in the thing. Putting it in uh, general, the zone. Putting it in the zone. Oh, man, I, I just went to your Instagram here. This is this is a great picture of you guys up at uh, up in Zion National Park. Ah, damn, 
I'm, I'm disappointed we didn't get to meet up on that trip. That was oh. so disappointing. No way! <laughs> what you did you have? No way! <laughs> awesome! It's my bad Yes! This is amazing. All right. All right. I feel like I feel like that isn't quite as common a haircut in the actually, you know what? My my, my point is moot because didn't the guy from Titanic have that haircut too? Kinda. It was longer then. What all right, Jared, you gotta grow it out longer. That's, it doesn't look bad if it's longer. If it goes down to your ears, at least it's okay. Yeah, it looks so, it looks fine. But with him, it was like very short. But he tried to do it in like a long, like like a long fashion. So mine comes and goes. It's really, it's not great after like I shower and shampoo and use uh, conditioner because it's, it's pretty dry. I've been looking to get like a moisturizer for my hair, but I find that it it looks best after like I wear my hard hat for a day. Uh, <laughs> it's it's try, like steamed. It's steamed or something. Yeah. Try but try a deep conditioner. We'll see. I'm I'm basically just not gonna buy shit right now because I have, I don't know. I don't want to. That that's fair. Okay. So my my entire point about the haircut is moot because of the picture you just put in the chat, and because I remembered the guy from Titanic also had it, and he was he was straight. So whatever. Let's let's he, let's go past that. I I concede he, that point. He had. I'm a straight man, but Gadar going off when I saw him. Absolutely, absolutely. They it they was, do something with his character. It was body language, also. Body, yeah. I I don't I didn't really notice any body language. Anyways, but but he is clearly obviously gay. Like, and, and he's meant to be. You know, he's meant to be. He sticks out like a sore thumb. Some among all of the the business people. Did you think he was gay when he started kissing Bateman's hand, or is it after that? No, it was normal. Uh, everyone does that, especially in the bathroom. And if people are grabbing on my neck at the urinal. Never, if you notice, he never pulled up his zipper until after Bateman left. I, I didn't notice <laughs> I that. Was, oh, I was that's... like worried. He was like, I was worried as he was turning. He was just like, continue to piss. And <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Okay, what, what is really just funny about that scene, though, is how Bateman reacts. Like, he's going to go k- kill him. But he just doesn't because he turns around and he, he kisses his hand. And then Bateman's just like, oh, fuck, I got to get this off me. He doesn't wash his hands. Did you notice he washed the glove? Homophobia is the only thing oh. stronger than Patrick Bateman. Mm. Okay, shit. This, so I think the reason he lost his lust to kill was that, A, Physical his lust to kill was a lust. It was like a erotic desire for him. And B... He was disgusted by the dude being gay for him. So it's like when you you get off and then afterwards you're like, man, why'd I do that? I'm disgusting. I don't really get that very much anymore. I used to get that a lot when I was a teenager. And now I'm just like, you know, I'm too, it's what it is. I'm too strong for that now. Yeah, I'm too strong. Like, when those days my, where you're like, starting my it, regimen off like three times. times. Three times. Every, everyone has, everyone's got a three-time day once in a while. Everyone most days. Time. I mean, not not most days. That's that might be a little too much. <laughs> that might be a little too much. Um, if we want to talk about things, we can always cut things out of the podcast. <laughs> I, we're keeping this in. We're going to keep this in. This is this is going online. Everyone gets to know about about the Triple J jerkoff habits. Yep, <laughs> you're I mean, that's, that's sort of been the topic in the last one too. The triple nah, you guys, you guys don't know everything. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much last time. <laughs> Jared's just like, 
Jared's just you sitting in the room. The crop. Goop, That's goop it. tropics hold many <laughs> gold. Goop tropics hold many powers that some would consider unnatural. <laughs> you guys get the cream of the crop. That's it. <laughs> uh, we get the cream of the crop, of of course. Cream de la crop. I, I did think it was really funny at the end when Bateman started washing his hands with his gloves on. Like, he's just oh, yeah. soaking his gloves. Like, what's what's up with that? Clearly, it was just he a reaction. Disgusted. Yeah. He felt disgusted. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, moving Have you ever on. Been... The... Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's, okay, go, let's well... go back to this. Right, Have you ever, right. okay, this may not apply to Jonah, but Jack. Okay. You ever... Well, I guess maybe Jonah, too. It's, it's more easy for you. Jack. Have you ever been hit on by a gay dude and you're like, oh, no, he's hitting on me? Shit. Um, I gotta think. Have I ever even been hit on by a gay dude? Um, yeah, once. You should, you should be I more smart. So remember it. I just told. I just told him to. I just. I just didn't tell him anything. Actually, no. There was. There. There have been a couple times, but they've mostly just been like very in very weird ways, not in like a normal way to hit on someone, and that's why I was kind of grossed out by it. Yeah. If it was a normal way, I would just be like, "I'm sorry, man. I'm straight," and then that would that would probably be the end of it. Or more likely, I'd just be like, I'm sorry, nah. I'm sorry, man, nah. So I have in Lemon when there was a fucking, like, rodeo going on. Uh-huh. And basically, like, I thought he was just a cool dude asking for my Instagram. Because he's, like, you know, has a big Instagram. Uh-huh. Nah, dude. He wanted to, like, do shit. <laughs> Anyways. That's good. That's good. When, when someone of not your sexuality tries to get you into theirs, you know, they, they may not know what yours is, right? Right. You're like, nah, fam. You feel, you feel kind of like how Bateman did. Because you're like, oh shit, was I gross? This applies more to you than 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 us. This applies more to you than me and Jonah, Jared. Okay, you got me there. Yeah, I I don't think either of us would particularly care. Actually, let I, w- I want to go off about this this one guy that was my uh, um, I I can't say because I'd have to bleep it from the pod. Um, I knew this guy through a class though. And I had to deal with him for like a month. And oh my god, it was it was bizarre. This guy had like no social skills. It was so it was so bad. There was at one point he asked me, he just texted me, he's like, uh, hey, this might be a weird question, but what do you wear to sleep at night? And I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm not I'm not answering that. I think that that has been the only time I've ever I've ever been like kind of grossed out at, at someone hitting on me. It's not good. This might be a weird question, but uh, what do you wear to sleep at night? Okay, well, I know you. I know what your intentions are here. It's it's either pod material or or as a bit. Or that those are not mutually exclusive. What do I, I wear to sleep? Thing. Whatever I was wearing during the day, usually. I recently started wearing uh, a a sleep mask. It's pretty good. A sleep mask. N95 to bed, huh? Can't can't no. uh, can't let Corona catch you sleeping. I I don't want to see the Corona too, so I put a, a mask in my eyes. Ah, I see. I see. Eyeball yeah. mask. It works wonders. I can't see. <laughs> That's my least favorite thing to do when I'm asleep. Let's see. Ah, is that Pete? Oh, the Pete just joined? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Welcome. 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 We were. We were. Uh, I don't know. Was that? Was that bit done? I. I don't. I don't know. We were just we were... starting. We were just <laughs> starting, weren't we? Pete. Yeah, yeah, no, we've been here. We've been here for like forty minutes. We, like were, we were just starting the episode right now, huh? Weren't we? Incorrect. Pete. Incorrect. Pete. You're coming halfway Pete. through. Jack. Pete. Jack. Okay. <laughs> Jonah. Here's an idea. We start every podcast with a new recording of a Pete beep, and we use that beep 
for any time we need to use it. All right. In that uh, podcast. Pete, Pete, do, do, a, do a longer beep. Do a longer beep. Like a couple seconds. Pete, Pete do a beep for like a couple seconds. He just left. What, what, what the hell? <laughs> Why did... What? All right. So, anyway. <laughs> okay, that was a Pete cameo. Before we were interrupted. Oh, there he is again. <laughs> Three, two, one. Crash. <laughs> do the beep. Two second beep, please. All right, that'll that's good enough. <laughs> that was like more like a train horn. That was like a yeah. I was trying out something different. I was trying out a new kind of style, kind of beat. Oh, right. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, okay. Um, well, while he's while he's doing that, well, let's move on to a different to a different part of the movie. I think I think we can all agree when he says he needs to return some videotapes. That's one of the best. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need That's to return some videotapes. I have to return some videotapes. What does I he mean by that? Some videotapes. It's um. Yeah. It's, it's when he needs to go that. kill someone or something. He's just like, uh, oh, I, I gotta go return some videotapes. It's more yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to what to think of it. It's just such a good line. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. Isn't it crazy how uh, the whole thing is like the whole movie is like maybe it totally didn't even really happen though at the ends? Isn't that crazy? Well, the th- I, I think well, we talked about this before. I don't think I don't think any of us were saying that it didn't actually happen, but more that it was either uh, it was it was a multitude of things. We all have our own theories about this. It's a movie. It didn't happen, obviously. Okay, I'm gonna kick your I'm gonna kick your ass. Do that fucking crazy. I'm gonna yeah, drive, drive car, and he's I'm dead. Drive halfway across the country, kick my ass. Well, Paul Allen might he might not be dead. He might not be dead. He might have killed Paul someone. Allen, and he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Killed Paul Allen. That's a good one. When he when he's just like, hey, and turns around and he hit the whatever it was, like an axe yeah. or something. He's like, hey, Paul, and fucking slams him with the axe. Yeah, that's that's, that's funny as shit. That's such a funny. I, movie. I know that whole scene is so hilarious when he's just like, you like Huey Lewis in the news, and he just starts going off. Oh, I have I have a related thing written down here. I said, um, I wrote alternate universe where Bateman just talks to prostitutes about music and people start disappearing for unrelated reasons, which he's accused of. So just, just the movie like reversed. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. That would be a good movie. What if, what if he made a podcast where he just talks to prostitutes? Yeah, it's just a podcast where he's like, he's just like, all right, Cindy, we're going to go on this podcast. You're Michelle. And we're going to be talking about Huey Lewis in the news. And we're oh gonna dude, and then we're gonna have you could, we're gonna uh, what 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 what's up what's, could, up what's up you could totally do that you could just hire prostitutes and then instead of screwing them you could be like hey we're gonna do a podcast if you're quick all right all right Jared you know your mission I your mission know. should you choose that's to a lot of money well you don't need a hey we're like, we're pulling in ad revenue now maybe I don't know no, we're not we don't have ads yet come on we don't have ads no ads we should have ads we should ads. have ads. I only do an ad if it's for something like that I already use. Yeah. All right. Like, let's, let's, yeah. let's go to an ad for um. Let's go to an ad for uh for for Gouda cheese. You guys are. Ad for cheese. Can we get Goo Tropics to sponsor? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah we well, get get like uh, get like some sort of nootropics company to sponsor. Yeah. Well, why if you oh, you have to buy buy like uh, buy like Mind Force brands brain power pills, which include like three hundred milligrams of caffeine per per half serving, something like that. Um, okay, uh, mo- moving on. What would uh, the, the name the... of the what would the name of the American Psycho Think Podcast be? Just just American Podcast. Uh, uh... I know a mob psycho theme pod would have to be called Pod Psycho, so we can't no. we couldn't use that for an American that's, that, psycho. That's yeah, pod. that's no good. I think American Podcast, just that's that's it. That's the name. Well that could be well that could be so many things. That could Yeah, that's yeah. Could it be like a, a pro America pod, an anti America pod, an unrelated pod about America, an unrelated pod that isn't about America. Yeah, and that's the one that it is. It's a pod I'm liking I'm liking the little the fragments of the of the the harmonica just coming through it's it's good <laughs> okay so so the the next thing i have written down here is meat bone crossword you guys like that scene with the crossword writing yeah meat and bone? okay you guys want to hear some uh some literature from like three months ago that i wrote right, let's, let's hear it oh, oh, you grab it. it's it's kind of fucking whack is it about it's about neck meat neck bone <laughs> neck meat bone yeah it's... neck Meat so is should we tell the neck meat story on here? Should we tell the neck meat story? There's not really much of a story to it. I just said neck yeah. meat. Well, it, there was more to it than that. I predicted no. the exact way you were gonna say it. Like so when so I got I got back to the apartment and I think me and Jared were talking about something and I said, oh, I can't wait till Pete gets back. He's gonna say something like uh, neck meat and then in a chuckle. And then you got back and you said it exactly <laughs> like that with a chuckle. Neck meat. Yeah, like neck me. Neck. <laughs> yeah, it was it was perfect. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Pete, go go in the Discord chat. Look at the picture that Jared put here. Doesn't he look like uh he looks like uh the the gay guy from from the movie, right? What Does movie? American Psycho. Uh, I don't remember what that guy we, looks like. We were talking about the haircut, and I said that it was like a, a bad haircut. And Jared's like, I have that haircut right now. I think that he needs to part it differently. But yeah, it looks kind of... Yeah. It... <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. It's, yeah. it's good. Um, yeah. All right. You got you got that thing you were, you were bringing? All right. Let me fix my hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> Let's... Um, all right. While you're fixing your hair, let's talk about how when he was gonna op flick the woman with the chainsaw, he he put his Nikes on before he left the apartment. Like, oh my god, was, you're right. He was naked and just ran around in Nikes. Oh, that's so cool. And then snipes the, snipes the prostitute with the chainsaw. <laughs> like, goddamn, it's good. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun detail I never noticed about that scene because I was too caught up in the uh, you know everything else that was going on, but I thought that yeah. that's funny. Once you've seen it a few times, like you start to pay attention to little stuff like that. Uh, uh, and then I've got, I've got a feed me a stray cat right here. Let's talk about the ATM. Yeah. Uh, Jonah, sound off. Sound off about the ATM. What do you think of the ATM? I like the ATM. It's where I go to get my money at. Jared, this is, this is, a, this is an interesting image here that you just put. You look like everyone's uncle. Yeah, you <laughs> you look like an uncle in this picture. The the original one's fine, actually. Honestly, the honestly the first, <laughs> no. first haircut is fine. No. It's not it's not great. 
but it's better than it's better. You're than also you taking them fun. from like a low, which is never a winning. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about when he goes on the kill the killing spree. Sorry. Let's talk. <laughs> let's let's talk about when he goes on the killing spree. So it starts with the. Uh, it starts with the chainsaw, right? And then he leaves, and then he goes, uh, he goes and uh, goes to the ATM, and it wants to feed him a cat, right? Yeah, it, it wants feeds him, him a, cat. a cat. Yeah, it no, feeds him a cat. He <laughs> says, give me the ATM, like, you look so skinny. I have a cat. This cat. This cat. <laughs> That's what it yeah. says. It says, I don't have any money. I have this cat, though. You have to eat it, though. And then he <laughs> eats it. That's what happens. That's right. That's yeah, right. that's what happens. I remember that. I remember that very well because it was very fucked up and scary. Um, when, <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh my god, what's happening? This so, couldn't but, happen in real life. Are you talking about the real scene or the? I'm the always, video? I'm always getting scared that an ATM that's, is going to try to feed me a cat. I'm always what? getting scared. I'm so scared every time I go to the ATM. Actually, though. Because I thought about those tubes that they had in the ones that is a drive up. What if they like, ate you up? You no, know, they put in, <laughs> arms sucked off by one of them. If you like kept your yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's true. That's what happens with pneumatic tubes, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's so kind of fucked up. What that's it, scary, what isn't it? <laughs> so according to Cora, when asked, <clears throat> "What does the ATM say to Patrick Bateman in the movie American Psycho?" They say. In the movie, the screen on the ATM machine says the words, feed me straight cat, yada, yada, yada. The scene in the movie takes liberty with the scene in the book, as in the book, the ATM making their quest for a stray cat occurs briefly and in passing, as Bateman recounts to the reader his horrific walk to work and the bizarre things that happened to him. The ATM being one instance in a park bench that falls for the new blocks, whatever. Huh. A park bench that falls what? In a park bench that follows for a few blocks being the other weird thing that happens to him. Like he's walking and then a park, a park bench, bench, bench following you around. Yeah. That's cool though. That's not that's <laughs> yeah. like he just looks back, he's like, God, oh, this fucking bench, dude. Really? Oh, okay. Right. Right. Somewhere to hit. Sit. Okay. This so Jack, do you remember when we saw the old lady? Um no not the old lady, like the house owner lady. The house. And I was like, this happened to me? Oh, what is this code for? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The scene at the end when the, uh, when Pit, when Bateman goes to Paul Allen's apartment and it's been completely cleaned out, it's being sold, and the, the realtor is, is talking it's to Bateman. And the realtor's like, why are you here? And Bateman's like, this is Paul Allen's. And she's like, this isn't Paul Allen's. Did you see the ad? And he's like, uh, yes, I saw the ad, lying as he usually does. And then she's like, there was no ad. And he's like, I'm sorry. And then she's like, you should leave. And he's like, what? I'm sorry. And then he leaves. It's strange it's occurrence. It doesn't make any it's sense. All, it's a metaphor. You see, it's a metaphor. No. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. But that's not, it doesn't make it, it make sense. I'm just saying. I like Jared's answer better. So here's what happened to me. I, I was scoping out an Airbnb in Northern California. And I call, I message one of the Airbnb hosts saying, hey, I'm going to be moving here for a few months. I'm not sure about the space for that amount of time. Could I call you and get in contact so we can discuss further about this? And she's like, okay, sure. So I get her number. 
give her a call. She's this old, like 70, whatever year old lady who is pretty nice. We're talking. And she's like, hey, I, you know, I want to make you happy. I'm just an old lady. I don't really care about my life anymore. Um, why don't you pick a place closer to where you work? She you said you're going to work, you know, in the, on the highway or whatever. This is a pretty long drive. And I'm like, well, you see, I've been searching for shit, you know, whatever. This is a, this basically is as good as it gets. And it's close to the beach. She's like, okay, cool, whatever. Contact me further if, if you want to know. Well, time passes. And it's getting pretty close for me to get there. So I set up a, a call like a week later before I go being like, hey, I'm going to be in town um, this week scoping out places. I'm going to come check it out on this date. Is that cool at this time? And she said, sure, here's the address. And I'm like, cool, okay. Day comes and I call her. I, I, I text her in the morning. I'll be like, hey, today's the day we agreed to. I'm driving over. Like, I called her. I don't, te- I don't text. I call her. And when I call her, she's like, who is this? And I'm like, it's Jared. She goes, oh, hi, Jared. All right, sure, thanks. Totally normal. I show up, I park. It's a very old house. It's like, it's, it's aching, moldy. Um, this old lady opens the door, walks out, looks at me and stares and goes, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm Jared. And she goes, you're not Jared. And I'm like, I just <laughs> called you. I'm Jared. And she goes, no, you're not Jared. And I'm like, I, I'm thinking my, myself, lady, I fucking just called you. So I, I tell her the scenario of like, that you're an Airbnb host, right? And she goes, yes. And I'm like, and you were called by a Jared. She goes, yes, I'm Jared. And she goes, no. <laughs> As it turns out, she was contacted. She has two uh, spots in her home for an Airbnb. She was contacted by another Jared looking for another long-term work situation. And she thought when I called, it was him arriving early from work saying, oh, I'm just coming by. And she thought that was so sweet. Hmm. Raising expectations for the other Jared. Jared, way to go. That's not, you just got bait. Yeah, you got baitment. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you know, this is is too weird. I'm not going to rent out in this place. That's probably for the best. Yeah, you can't live in the same house as another person who's also named Jared. That's kind of fucked up, though. (laughs) One of you would have to be called Junior. I don't think that's how that works. I think it is. Well, what do you know? Jared is Jared Junior. Jared, would you be the Junior? I mean, I'm probably younger, but I'd fight for it. I wouldn't want to be Junior. Jared's Uncle Junior. I, I mean, my choice in the matter was just to bail, being like, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to be the, yeah. I, I, I'm going to fight for my rights to be Jared. Dude, that woman just totally owns you there. I think that maybe in the movie, what um, Bateman probably should have done, then if that's how that went down, he probably, when they were like, this isn't Paul Allen, they should have been, he should have been like, no, the other Paul Allen. And then <laughs> probably like, oh yeah, right. No, you're right. That's right. You know, you know, all right, all right, getting back to the movie. Is, are we back, not talking about the movie right now? I want to I wanna talk about a particular thing from the movie that was at the end that I didn't notice until, like, this, this watching. So at the end, he says that he, says that he was eating people. What's going on there? He's, he's eating people. Oh, he ate brains. Oh, yeah, he, he ate brains. He tried to fry some up, is what he said. Tried to cook some brains up. That's, yeah. uh, that's good. He's a zombie. He's a zombie, dude. Is that what that is? Yeah. So that's, 
Maybe that's why everything doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because he's, he's a zombie. I think he for sure killed some people, but there's a certain point along his killing spree where it stops making logical sense. Uh-huh. I think that the entire thing is such a lens of his own hallucinatory stuff that you can't tell what of any of it is real. And that's like the point. He's also drugged up. Like he has yeah. prescription meds and he takes yeah. them. That's so it's true. hard to tell what what is the line between reality and a sick fantasy. Yeah. Do you think that this is what like Wall Street guys this is what like slime with his life, you know? Um, have you this will be you in a few years? So th- I, okay, I mentioned in our first watching of this, but Pete, you weren't there. Uh, this this kind of reminds me this this sick shit for certain scenes in the movie reminds me of a book I I actually read it today because I was I heard I watched a review of it and I was like I gotta check this shit out you know the book is called the story of the eye yeah have you heard of it like oh E Y I or I the letter E Y I like I I wait basically the the writer of the book um he's a famous writer apparently French writer. But he wrote the book under like a, a an alter ego name because it's the book is so like overtly lewd in its first reading and short that he would have just gotten like totally destroyed as a writer likely by publishing it when he did. It was like in like the 1920s or 40s. I can't remember when. Um, but basically, it's about the book about like. Young. Oh, so what? You like lift it up? It's like end up like what? Pete breaking up. Pete, you breaking up? Yeah. What? I'm. Tr- Hello. I'm trying to connect to. Like, you you keep like cutting in and out. It's weird. It's perfect quality for a couple seconds, and then it's okay. So how is this gonna work with the with the with the bot? Am I gonna have to like rearrange the audio clips to make it to to like make sure? Well, we can just order. do like a countdown, like a three, two, one. That was weird. That was weird. Anyways, Pete, have you heard about this, the book Story of an Eye? No. Okay, so basically, the, to give you a, a quick synopsis without going into detail, you got this dude and this chick. They're both of the same age, just about in like their late teens, maybe like 16, 17, whatever. And they basically get like obsessed with this one chick, rape her. The chick kills herself, and then the, the the original couple leaves to go to Spain, finds a random rich dude that they happen to know, use him for his power. They, like, go to a bullfighting thing. Some gross shit happens with a bull. And then they go to a, a priest place. The chick goes to confess. What is a priest they, place? They end up, church? They end up like, <laughs> mean that fucking church. the priest. <laughs> BDSM style. Take his eye out. They take out the eye and put it in a weird spot. And that's the end of the book. Yeah, didn't that didn't that happen on an episode of Always Sunny? Yeah, oh, they yeah. definitely did <laughs> take the eye out of it like a bag. <laughs> uh, and and here's the bad part. The book's really good. Okay. So like, how... it, it's it's a, a it's it's like in a, a surrealist philosophy book, apparently, is is what I'm getting at. That is it like also, a book for some about... fucking reason, is, like, insanely lewd. Yeah, that sounds like uh, European philosophy to me. Yeah. And it reminds yeah. me of, like, the Patrick Bateman scenes. Yeah. That sounds like it to me. You know, be cool. You know, like, some other... What are some other, like, Wall Street movies? They got, like, the Wolf of Wall Street. Wall Street. And they got, like... 
Big Short? Isn't that kind of like a Wall Street movie? Kind of. Yeah. That's, what if it was like? Yeah, that's a Wall Street movie. What if it was like a Wall Street movie, but like American Psycho is like peripherally happening during it? <laughs> it's just famous like the financial crisis might hurt my connection. Pete, we had a similar bit earlier where it was like, if you threw Patrick Bateman in the background of a movie, what would be the best movie? I think it would Probably. be. I think actually, yeah, no, be- it would be um, it would be Wolf of Wall Street. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that would be that would be very <laughs> fitting to the to to the yeah. movie. Yeah. What's what's the most what's the most uh, Patrick Bateman like uh, movie or TV show out there? What's like the most similar thing in a different context? Right. I, I like we mentioned earlier that. Uh, he, we mentioned earlier that he's sort of like the, the one punch man of murdering. He's just so good at it. But he's what, what, so what good are some other... that he just gets away with that without dying? Yeah, I mean, he 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 was like, yeah, I did it, and he still got away. He's like, yeah, I killed twenty people, twenty or forty, and his lawyers. He's like, nah, like, no, maybe. He, I, don't know. I think it's like I think it's like um, don't think. What is the guy who plays Bateman? Christian Bale. Yeah, I think it's like that. The Dark Batman. Knight Return. The Dark Knight. That's. I it. think it's like that one Batman. Christian, the, Christian Bale. Christian Bale was in The Big Short. He played a main character in The Big Short. <laughs> oh my God! It is the same movie. I, yeah. I didn't even know that. But I yeah, in in The Big Short, he played this um this hedge fund owner who. Yeah, and then oh my I, God! At the end, yeah. they found out that he murdered like twenty six fucking people. Yeah, oh my god, it's correct. the same fucking movie. Damn. Yeah, he, so he crazy. 26 people. That's you know, I one time tried to watch The Big Short, but then I think that Michael Scott is it, and I got so repulsed I couldn't watch the rest of it. Uh, like, Burrell, I watched yeah. like the first 15 like seconds and I turned the TV off. You he wanted to watch it because of Steve Carell. Yeah, I really did. That's like not a joke. Pete, whenever you see Steve Carell, do you feel an urge to wash your hands, even if you're wearing gloves? Uh, no, I feel the urge to uh, just sort of just just sneeze directly into my palms and rub it around. So, like the opposite. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> T, that's is that like a sexual thing? What is that? No, that's just getting your hands really dirty really fast. Yeah, the opposite of washing. That's that's that sounds sexual, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. isn't it my hands of, dirty? You know, kind of sexual to be clean too. Maybe there's, there's two. <laughs> is when it, it comes sexual to exist, is it sexual to be either clean or dirty? Yeah, it is. Is it sexual to be? Is it sexual to exist? Yeah, there's two kinds of sexual. There's sexy, which I would liken to like something clean, right? And then there's yeah. erotic, which is like something. No. Dirty. No, I don't think that I think like you're wrong. No, they're different. You know what's really, uh, you know what's really good about um, seeing the first fifteen seconds of the Big Short and then turning it off is that in my head when I picture fifteen seconds of the Big Short, I picture the first fifteen seconds of Uncut Gems, or no, like that <laughs> where he's walking with the cell phone at the start of the movie, because that's uh, what the yeah. first like the, bar- the start of the movie Big Short is like. A guy who is an actor who I don't like really in most things. Um, you guys ever see Click? That's an awful movie. That's yeah, what I've seen Click. World. I like Click. I like Click as well. I remember it when I watched it when I was a kid. I think. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, like, you gotta be fucking. Dude, no, I I, I, have, I was like, a kid. Dude. I, have, I haven't I have seen it like a I decade. Yeah, it's fucking awful. Um, 
uh, it's, it's just <laughs> not funny. It's just bad. And then oh, wasn't like, it, wasn't it good though? No. It was good. No, no. I, I liked. I thought. Cliff what was the there. fuck? What good. sort of alternate reality have I stepped into here? Where the one where like, the one where Bateman isn't killing anyone and he just yeah. keeps getting caught by people who think he's killed someone. Click liking world, yeah. What if no, Patrick Bateman had the that's remote my, from Click? That's um, my. The end of American <laughs> Psycho. What if Bateman had to click? Her? Yeah, that's my. The yeah. end of American Psycho is when I go up to like like my friends from home, be like, "Hey, Click, awful movie," and they're like, "No, it's good." And then I'm like, "Oh my god, was it good all along? What is real?" And then that's my American Psycho ending to me. Yeah. Hello. 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked up. You guys, come on. It's um, it's not a bit. It's, it's not, not a bit. A bit. Oh, it's a movie about they give Adam Sandler a remote where he can go faster through time, and then one of the times he comes back and he's just really fat, and it's just like forty minutes of fat jokes for the rest of the movie, and then he dies. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember That's that. what don't happens. Remember that. Yeah, he comes back and he's like fat, and he's like, "Oh no!" And then like he gets like kicked in the balls by a dog, I think, or something. I don't really remember. That sounds about right. What if Adam Sandler had the click remote in Uncut Gems? He would just use it to go. Uh... He would just, just use it for pets. Well, that's what his. I think that Uncut Gems is what that's his body was doing during the parts that he <laughs> click, and it's but, just like. But he died in, in Uncut Gems. He can't... That's what he wanted. Yeah, that's what he wanted. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. That is you what he wanted. You know what's fucked up? There's there's uh, an episode of uh, a horrible show that we all know called Rick and Morty where they give one of the guys a click remote. And uh, I think when I saw like a minute of that, I just turned it off. Like, this, I was like, this is, yeah. this is This is This is, this is it. the end of the television. Yeah. This is, this is the end of my... My even considering this show. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's like when I first watched that show, I was like, wow, this is great. Because I was in high school and I thought stupid things. And then after, like, now I look at it and I'm like, visually, this is bad. And then not even worrying about the jokes. It just looks. Yeah, it doesn't look very good. I I liked it when I uh, when it came out as well. But it's fucked up that people make so many dog shit looking cartoons. Like, it is yeah. not hard to make a good-looking cartoon, but they yeah, just they keep just, used to do using it. using that same style. They just keep using that same one. Look at, like, the yeah. new... There's, like, this new Star Trek cartoon that I've been seeing advertised a little bit, and it well, looks yeah, like it's Family just, Guy. Yeah. It looks like fucking Family Guy. No, it looks like Rick and Family Guy. And then they fucking, like... I mean, I don't know. There's something, there's something to be said that, like, I guess the guy who made, like... Like, there's, like, the Futurama Simmons and then that other stupid show that they made... And it's like obviously those all look the same, but like hand, it's at least the Sims was hand drawn in the in the day, and that was why, or like that was why it looked passable. But like, you know, it looked a different kind of all. What's a cartoon? What are cartoons? Wait, hold what on, I had something. Okay. Yeah, like, it was fucking like this fucking like Jomney Sun fucking looking kind of drawing style. I, I hate it. <laughs> I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah, yeah that's good for you. Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. Like Johnny Bravo was a was a good cartoon. Johnny Bravo was good because the whole show is basically just him being a sexual fuck. harasser. It's it's him being basically an insult. He like he he turns into his idea of Chad, you know, and he still fails to get any women. 
which really well, should teach everyone who grew up with it that what matters is not on the outside. Actually, it's in your. I, I think Johnny. That's uh, good. Robert. That's right, Jonna. That's right. That's that was good. good. No one else heard that, but I heard it. I heard it. It's, it's good. <laughs> what is it? Say it again. I'm you not going to. to. No, it's, it's done. It's done. It's over. It's Continue. Over. All right. Say, say, your, say your thing, Jared. Okay. I think Johnny Bravo is a simp. He's on a chat. <laughs> yeah. No, he's. He's, he has the external appearance of one. He even has the hair, you know? He's even got, yeah. like, enormous hair that sticks outward, like, yeah. uh, like a weight on so, so what that tells me is that it's not the outside that counts as much as the inside. So you, if you're Chad on the outside, it doesn't matter if you're an, a simp on the inside. That's what, yeah. that's what I was saying. Isn't that's that a kind saying. of guy? Isn't there like another name for that kind of guy that people created online? <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, coming up with a new kind of guy. I'm coming I, up with a new kind of guy. Coming yeah. up, Pete's coming up with a new kind of guy. No, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I think that that's a kind of guy who's like, <laughs> like, there's so many different kinds, dude. Actually, when you think about it, people start there's, out with like two like, or three. Like Pokemon, there's a Pokemon. Yeah, but like for guys. Um, so shit I've heard is like alpha fucks, beta bucks. But... Yeah. No, he's like the, um, he's, he's like either. the, um, yeah, I don't know. He's the kind of guy that. I'm going to fire off a really good one right now. I'm going to fire off a really good one off on Twitter here. Uh, Johnny Bravo is asexual. That's, that's, good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. I think Johnny Bravo has an Oedipus, Oedipus complex. I think that. <laughs> oh, no. What does his mom even look like in that show? Just... His mom's a big character in the show, and he lives with his mom, I think. Oh, no. he lives with his mom? I, I haven't seen that show in years. I, I think that episode. Johnny Bravo, more like Johnny. Uh, no applause. Hold applause. When you Google uh, Johnny Bravo mom, one of the first posts is from uh, a subreddit for version versus Chad meme. Are you uh, real? Wonderful. That's so bad. Yeah. Uh, what, what did it say, though? Um, it's just like a screenshot from a stream where some guy did a really shit drawing of both of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, Johnny Wait, Bravo he really drew, is, like a, a virgin Chad. Me, it's like Johnny Bravo. No, it's just like a regular like MS Paint image. It's like something that um, it's like something that we would put on Drawful. Oh, oh, this is a great detail. His mom has the Hillary Clinton campaign logo on her on her shirt. That's oh, that's cool. That's good. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I, How I could don't that know. possibly be true. I I, I I don't know. I don't know why they drew that. <laughs> Johnny Bravo Man, really that's... is like the combination of the Virgin and the Chad, though. And that's fucked up. Do you remember other cartoons? I don't. Uh, I, Ed and Eddie yeah. was a really good cartoon from back then. Um, Ed and Eddie was the only cartoon my parents were like, "Don't watch that." Oh uh, yeah, same was, here. It was just it, it was, was just that SpongeBob in my house. They wouldn't allow SpongeBob. Yeah. What? what that's, it... that's the best one though. My parents were like, "The show is fucking stupid. You're not watching it." Ah. I had to also, all these, they like... said the same thing about Click, but they were wrong. Yeah, Click, Click is, is wholesome. It's well, good. They were right. You ever so... wonder sometimes, maybe sometimes your parents are trying to teach you a valuable lesson. Like, yeah, Click is good. Life. Oh, Pete. Click. That's, that's a problem I have right now. Like, every old person, whatever they say, I have a tendency to, like, overvalue their words because they're, like, they have great hair. They survive. Or, like, yeah. They'll say something dumb, and I'll be like, wow. There's insight to be had here. What does this mean? You know, I can't tell how old people are anymore. I can't see their mouths because the mask. <laughs> yep. yep. 
What? No, I that, swear that's... to God, this fucking happens. A kid in my lab who I'm TAing, who I'm TAing, who has a receding hairline, like not even that much, and like short hair, and his like his forehead can like when he raises his eyes, his forehead wrinkles a lot, and it's like you look at the rest of his body, and this kid's like obviously 19, but and like his voice is obviously 19, but I can't fucking stop thinking he might be 40. It's just not possible for me. Yeah, Deep undercover. A... There was a guy in my in, in one of my classes last semester or in the spring semester, and I sat next to him and I thought he was uh, like 19 or something. And he mentioned it was his birthday um, the next week. And I was like, oh, really? How old are you going to be? And he's like, oh, 26. I was like, good, like, good, good. good. Uh, wait. Oh, wait. I, I was, remember another thing is that I watched one time another Adam Sandler comedy that was like, Freshman year, there was like a you know a kid on my floor who I like hung out with, and he was like, "This is a good movie." I remember he's a comedy because like I would always pick movies because I have good taste. Um, and he puts on this Adam Sandler one about like Adam Sandler and some other comedian. It's like about like baseball, but not actually, and it's just so unrepentantly awful that like we get through like fifteen minutes of it, and I'm like, "I'm sorry, this sucks." And then after that, I learned my lesson. Never trust. You lesson that Adam Sandler usually sucks. Never trust. Except for quick uncut gems and happy uncut Gilmore. gems. Happy Gilmore. And, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. I don't know what those are. I don't love Billy Madison as much as I like Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, Happy Gilmore's like his his magnum. God, God uncut gems. Uncut a, gems. In another league. There's a football movie with Adam Sandler in it. Oh, Waterboy. Yeah, that Water one's Boy. A, No, no, no. It's, it's like um. Oh, the longest a, yard. Is that the jail one? Yeah. That one's good. The yeah, that one is pretty good. They're all, they're all three feet. What is he talking about? They're all three no, feet. No, it's a movie about like yeah. about um, jail guys creating a football team and then beating the mean cops slash jail guards who also uh, play football. They it was actually really good. Cops. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go into jail and arrest people. What? In jail? In jail. Look, you're going to find plenty of people who's probably good to arrest them. I mean, they already have been arrested. Hi. What? Hi. Uh, we found, we, are, we see that you're a man accused of murder. Did you commit murder? I'm in jail. Well, that doesn't mean yeah, any arrest. We're, we're going to arrest you again for committing murder. Even though you're jail, already in jail. Jail is in prison, though. Jail is where they put you before you get sentenced. So he would just yeah. remain in the same cell in jail. Yeah, they sometimes. Kind of a, a, a philosophical question. Do you guys think... The way the way the jail system is set up right now is kind of indicative of like a slavery system. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The Thirteenth yeah. Amendment literally says Hello. no one shall be ex- enslaved except for as um, duly administered punishment or something like that. They yeah. literally put in a clause so you could enslave people in prison. That's right. And they later they later amended the amendment to say that the only person that you're not allowed to enslave is is uh, going to be born. Uh, in in a few in a few decades, it's gonna be born in a while. You know, it's gonna it's gonna go to school. I can't I can't do this bit. I can't reveal any information about myself to complete this bit. I'm talking about me. I cannot I cannot be sent to jail. That's the bit. Oh, I it's thought you were I canceled. thought you were gonna do an Adam Sandler bit. Are you saying no, that bit, bit done? Yeah, it, it sucked. I could I couldn't complete it. I, I, I don't really understand what you're saying. That's the longest yard is getting matter. to the end of the bit. It doesn't matter. I think that anybody can go to jail. I think that they don't lock the door to get into the first part of jail, but you just look into the cell. You don't, you don't go in the cell unless you're like, told to. 
Anybody can go to the jail. So, is that right. fucked or not? Yeah, it's fucked. It's fucked up. You know what like, I'd like? You know, what would be cool is to get a restraining order against the people who work at the jail, so that you <laughs> would not be brought to jail. Yeah, what, if, what if you changed your legal name to jury nullification? That way, <laughs> they couldn't get a jury for you. How are you gonna get tried and sentenced, dude? They kick ass. Yeah, uh, I'm legal. Yeah. <laughs> what if you legally change your name to just like null, like it doesn't actually exist on the document? Well, that's How do they process it. Change your name I, to. Did I ever tell you about that guy? I know that had that happen to him when he went through. Uh, when he emigrated to the U.S. as a kid, they he put down his first and last name, but for some reason they thought his first was his last, and they thought that his first didn't exist. So his for his name is now FNU, first name unknown, and that's how it is on all the documents. Fucking his his name is Fnu. That's oh. well, yeah. You told me about that. That's pretty yeah. cool for him. I think. I think um, it's fucks. I think it's bad because I mean that's not his name. Yeah, no, that's pretty bad. That's bad. Uh, cool. Call me for new. So it's actually a lot like a word for show that you shouldn't say because it's a kind of like a Italian slur. You know what I mean? No, I, I have no idea what slur you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what slur you're talking about. Can you can you say you're allowed, Pete? Don't Did you know. wake up? No, I know which show it is. I just don't know the slur you're talking about. Yeah, well, that's too bad for you. What, what's the slur? Well, that's what I'm asking him. He won't tell me. Well, you don't you look it up. I, no. If I type in FNU, it's gonna get. It's just gonna get me the the thing that we've been talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, look up, look up online. Hold on, let me look for you. <laughs> oh, right. here it is. I. All right. It yeah, says right. that. It says that right on the thing. You Google it yourself. Google what though? Yeah. I'm asking you, what do I Google? This bit sucks, Pete. This bit sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Are we done yet? No, we're still going. <laughs> Did you guys that talk about weird. American Do we talk about American Psycho? We, yeah, for Already. the last like, hour. Yeah, we talked about the whole movie pretty much when you got on. We were yeah, that's good. Yeah, you, you, were, you were late by like almost three hours, dude. <laughs> you, were, you were out. You were out. Pete, what was the last book you read? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a beep. Pete, you said nothing. <laughs> is is you were he gone? To say, but you couldn't. Pete, if you can hear us, this isn't a bit. We can't hear anything. Yeah, he left. Uh, John, what's the last book you read? Go. Oh, he's back. Uh, he's back. I've been uh, reading Debt by David Graeber. Death? Oh, he did? Debt. Yeah, David Graeber just passed away. On. I don't actually know who he is. Let me look at, let me look at this guy. He was an anthropologist. Oh, this guy did that book on the theory of debt. Yeah, that's, that's Wait, cool. What's that's it cool. about? I don't say debt, but like, what's it about? Um, it literally should be about the entirety of debt, right? Like that. Yeah. So from what the I, beginnings to now. Yeah. So it's kind of a comprehensive discussion of the past five thousand years. The concept. Um, right now, it's kind of talking about um the myth of barter. And how barter was like the old theory was that it went barter to money to credit. When realistically looking back on it's kind of the inverse of time where barter with society occurs mainly after um, credit and currency. It's kind of interesting. How do you, how do you that, feel about our current state of uh, that's fiat how currency? Went in like, what? Oh, fiat currency? Yeah. Uh, Jack would probably be able to better talk on because he's actually a. Uh, yeah, what was the question? Was the, not yet. What was the, what was the question? Uh, about fiat currency. What what about it? Bad. Like, like what? It, oh, is it bad? No, it's good. It's, uh, yeah, that's it's good. That I mean, always confused me because isn't a fiat like a car? 
<laughs> yeah, you yeah. use fiat currency to buy fiats. Fiat currency yeah. is invention by it's the It's kind fiat of like a special like fiats. microtransaction dollar of can pay for can get the car with. For a second, I thought you said microtangus, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's a little. It's kind of like a little microtangus that you use to purchase the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's good. That's good. Microtangus. Yeah, that's uh, what yeah. it is. I mean. Yeah. But long story short, it, fiat currency is good because it makes currency markets more efficient and because there's no way we can even back up a, uh, a currency that has like a gold standard, for example. There's just not enough gold on the planet to support inflation. And you don't want to have deflation because that just makes, uh, that just makes things not good. And if you have too little inflation, then people don't have as much of an incentive to spend their money. So you want to be able to find it. Yeah, I'm about like kind of like aflation. Like I'm about uh, when the money doesn't inf- go up or down, but it turns into another kind of money. It, it gets exchanged. Aflation. No, it does not sound. It, it like it morphs. It's sort of like yeah, it's like it's not going up or down. It's being sideways. It's like if you have a quarter and there's like a little they give you, yeah inside of it they give you a quarter you quarter give them a quarter at the at the store and they're like but this is one of the quarters that actually isn't a quarter anymore it's a euro amount <laughs> and you're like oh I can't tell the difference it doesn't look any different but that's what it is now uh, that's like that's like uh, what happens in some African countries when they have currency crises like Zimbabwe they they at one point printed trillion dollar bills because their inflation was so bad. Oh, just, that's so good. Yeah, they. I, I'm just imagining some guy at the, the Zimbabwe store, Zimbabwe, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I'd like to buy this 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 uh, candy bar." And the guy's like, "Oh, it'll be two dollars." He's like, "Oh, well, I just have so I happen to have this trillion dollar bill here." And he's like, "Oh, we don't use those dollars anymore. Those are those are fake. We now use American dollars." <laughs> that's well, basically that's what cool. happens there. Yeah, I gotta well, make sure that's actually Zimbabwe. I think that that's probably definitely a different pick that one off the top of your head, but uh, no, no, it is, it is. I'm uh, looking at on Wikipedia. There is a 100 trillion dollar banknote. <laughs> that's so cool. Look, Can I? I want the, really want look that. Look in the chat here. Look in the chat. This is the image. This is good. Uh, oh, man. oh, I love that. Oh wow, uh, that's such a nice pick. Damn, I know, it's, it's a little rock. 100 so trillion dollar. You know what wow. they should have done. They should have done what uh, Blizzard did with WoW, where they just scaled everything. Oh, they, they well, they were trying. They kept lo- uh, lopping zeros off at the end. Yeah, that's um, that's something that happens a lot. But the issue is that the inflation was just so bad that it just kept going up and up and up. Even if you do lop the zeros off, then this inflation is still going to go up, and you're still going to yes. have the same problem. So, my dr- at a certain point, they just said, "Okay, we're going to do we're going to do U.S. dollars." My dream is to have a world where you were carrying around, not like all of the currency just gotten all blended together, but like they're all worth what they're worth. But you walk in store and you pay for something with like euros, a quarter and like 30 yen. And then they hand you back like some of whatever the Russian dollars are. Um, they hand you back rubles. That's yeah. They hand you back rubles, and, 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 <laughs> and it's just like, well, that's what we got. Sorry. It's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Imagine I'm imagining in that kind of world, you would have people that just carry around shit like uh, 
Deutschmarks or Greek drachmas or drachmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just completely useless pieces of currency. <laughs> like, so you're, like you're at the corner store and you want to buy. You, I, I just, just so I try to buy a drink, and he just I give him a USB drive with fucking, like a billion gold pieces for old school escape. Uh, someone, yeah. you go to the corner store and you try to buy like a Red Bull with a fucking Reichsmark from from Nazi Germany. Oh, yeah, shit, it's like a currency me. type that isn't really officially valued anymore. Like yeah, yeah like that, or like like a uh, a a coin that was printed in like Ancien Regime France, and like like people people like just know what the value of it is. You come in with like just an entire treasure chest full of ancient. People are like, all right, uh, <laughs> that'll be enough to pay for a burger and fries. Let's take those off your hands. Or like you're walking around and you're like you're you're like hey you wanna you wanna stop in anywhere you're like you're driving around you wanna stop at a gas station pick up like a Gatorade and your friend sits sh- like shuffling through his pockets he's like ah oh, fuck all I got is drachmas <laughs> uh, you know it's you know it's a really cool thing with money is the the libertarian guys that love the gold standard when they have uh, when they have their conventions or not their conventions they have these like. They have these places where they don't use any fiat currency. They just use metals like gold and silver. Yeah. So they have to carry around usually like a bar that they would shave pieces off and a scale so they can uh, weigh it. Yeah. And they're like their their exchange rates that are updated every like hour posted on a board there. So ultimately, what they're actually doing is pretty much converting the, the metals to dollars just without actually using the dollars oh that's so cool i'd love to walk into one of those things just rolling a huge fucking pool like a man height spool of copper <laughs> wire <laughs> you pulled it out of the hotel room you were in it's yeah. gonna be like a precious metal or something they don't no, just dude, use fuck, they don't just lot, barter dude. they don't they just fucking, like barter yeah, copper's gotta be in there it's just gotta be the least valuable one i think that's not. That is not correct. Dude, copper is valuable. Copper is pretty important. We use yeah, it. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a. How, it's not a precious metal. It's a regular metal. Well, so it maybe it's not they, precious to you. Um, <laughs> how do they? How do they check the purity of the gold bars? Could you just I like? Don't, that's an issue for them. They don't really have a way to do it. They. I think they have oh, lasers oh, on site. Oh no! That now this is to walk in and you're just carrying a rock and you're like and they're like what's this and you're like. Well, this rock is like it's like a big rock, and you're like, this rock is like maybe like one percent gold by mass, and you're like, it's pure gold. It's 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 fresh out of the ground. Will they Just take it? I don't know. They wouldn't. They it has to be. Oh, maybe one of them would if they're insane enough. But gold is it, pure. How would they know that it has gold in it? Though is the thing. They have well, to have- I'll just give them some of the rock, and they can figure it out. Well, that's well, they would have to agree to take some of the rock. Maybe they would give me gold, a little bit of the gold for like, uh, if they had like sulfur or rock. something to trade. I, I'm, I'm imagining you just walking in and trying to barter with people by like, you, you bring in a big geode and you're like, yeah, can I buy a car? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I'm, I'm imagining Pete just trying to like trade his way up to a car from showing yeah. up with a geode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, no, wait, no, 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 that's cool. No, that's cool. You do is like they're updating that little table of the values of shit, right? You play it right, you come in with like a fucking little, like a little, a little fucking, what are the fuck they're called? Like, not a geo, what are the fucks are those other ones? Agates. You just come with a little agate and then you leave with like a fucking huge ass yacht 
And it's just like, <laughs> what did you do? It's just like, I just fucking played the fucking game the way that they have it out on the board there. Just okay. stay at home and trade on a currency market instead. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally what they're doing. Look, when you go home and you play the currency market, you can have like 100x leverage too. So it's even better. But it's just there. The people are crazy there. They think that the government's going to collapse and the currency will be useless. Oh, that's so cool. Well, that's I want to do a trading system that revert back to the cool way of doing things, which is to have it be like, um, you know, shells and, and like beads and parts of animals. Like, I think that that's the best. Go back to using salt. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want trading. Thank they're, they're so devalued, though. You'd have to use, like, a computer for a large transaction. You'd have to be like, yeah, let me trade you this uh, 2016 yeah. MacBook Pro for your yeah. uh, for your shitbox clunker car. Yeah, I'll be like, let me trade you uh, the to this, or not even the deed. Let me trade you the location of this fucking untapped salt mine uh, in exchange for a fucking, like, hamburger. <laughs> let me let me tell you where there's this untapped uh untapped oil salts or... i'll be i'll be trading treasure maps for like yeah, yeah a yeah, single yeah. meal yeah there's this there's this map of oil shale up in canada and i'll trade it to you for some spaghetti <laughs> yeah coming in and just be like yeah just like listen i got the down low on like these places not even like Exxon's gonna hear about them for like five years. Uh, can I get some fries with that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just actually at a Burger King trying to barter with the cashier, and they're like, and the cashier doesn't even know what the fuck you're trying to sell them. They don't yeah, even know the cashier, I consider it. <laughs> but I mean, you have some idea of how the world works. Let's say it's like some teenager who doesn't give a fuck, doesn't want to work there, but also. Like just just scrolls all day on it on yeah. Facebook, you know. So yeah, your average your average fella, they're not gonna know what any of that is. They're gonna be like, yeah, what's I'm a, gonna walk into the burger, I'm gonna walk into the Burger King and I'm gonna be like, yeah, let me get like ten fucking chicken strip basket for, and I open it and they're like, okay, you know, like I don't have any uh money, <laughs> but and then you open well, what up I have here is a series of, of uranium. An atlas like, of uranium. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> this could run a nuclear power plant for like 10 years. And I don't... <laughs> and yeah, just like, Pete literally on. pulls out his diploma. I studied this. Yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> listen, I know what this is, okay? Yeah. And you, go into, you go into a Panda Express and you're like, I don't have any any metals, but I do have this uh, this preserve brain in formaldehyde in a jar from which you can extract the knowledge of an oil magnet yeah, no, yeah i have the preserved brain of like the most intelligent stock guy ever made and you can you can have his knowledge in the in the form of this jar brain uh you can have it and um i will walk out with everything that's in your kitchen right now I'm just imagining in 2050 someone being like, "Yeah, I've got um, I've got in this jar the preserved dick of Bill Gates, and I have uh, and I have your car, and I have both of your cars." Yeah, that's uh, that, oh, that's good. Trading, yeah. trading like celebrities, like they're like uh, <laughs> like they're like oh, you know, old Catholic saints, and just like <laughs> the toe bone of Bill Gates. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, know, you have like a pedigree sheet of like. Who robbed the grave? Who it was traded to afterwards? Yeah. 
Yeah. That, that would basically be like what the British did in Egypt, just taking a bunch of body parts and yeah, like, and they would oh, grind them up into pigment. But that'd be but, so. Yep. Another thing that would be so cool is to like pretend like you're a modern day conquistador and like you know go to a place and go to like the Louvre and steal some shit and then come back and like just try and like sell it regular ass. <laughs> just like. <laughs> I'm Let me trade this fine Mona Lisa for some fucking burgers. Yeah, I'm just imagining some guy walking into what's probably, uh, I don't know, like modern day South Africa. They're just in Johannesburg and they have a fucking elephant gun and, and the hat and the mustache and everything. Yeah. Like the full ass British guy. I mean, oh, listen, listen to this. My, my econ professor, the first one I ever had when I was, when I, did that study abroad in dc this guy thought that we should deregulate um, organ markets so people can sell their own organs on the market that's literally your economist that guy yeah, is i asked him i asked him once i'm like hey um I, i'm gonna be graduating with a physics degree is that enough math for a econ degree and he's just like yeah but i don't know i i don't really use math in my research and and I didn't really, I thought that was weird at the time, but now I realize that not only is it weird, it's, it's irresponsible and seemingly impossible. Like, he's, uh, he's just driving on pure ideology, baby. Oh, yeah, he totally was. He, he kept saying, like, capitalism this, capitalism that. Any, most economists will tell you that they, they just won't use that term because it's kind of nebulous, you know? Yeah. Everyone seems to I, I, I'm still, I'm still on the, yeah, I think that the idea of, of taking, trading your organs. Here's what I want to do. I want to trade the like the to my organs like when I die and just like not even take them out of my body. Just see how much they're worth is just a claim to having it later, right now. Sort of, like organ speculating. You know what I mean, organ speculation. Oh, man, you're buying organ futures. You're just like yeah, the kidneys are gonna go way up today. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just the guy. I just saw the news. I just saw the news from like, Minneapolis. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah. <laughs> sell eyeballs, eyeballs, go. Uh, yeah, no, I think that that sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> I just think a world where you could trade anything for anything, but like, um, I can trade anything for anything, and everybody else has to like use a sort of like reasonable version of the system. Is the one that uh, I want. Yeah, you had to correct yourself there. Yeah. yeah. Now everybody you else has to like deal with things of approximate value, but I can trade a twig for a fucking mission. I think that that's the world I want to live. In. Yeah, you, you know what's you know what's uh, really cool. So here's a somewhat related, based on stuff people can and can't do. Uh, you cannot trade futures on onions in the U.S. It's completely illegal, and that's the only thing that you can't trade futures on. Why? Uh, I well, why? You want to tell us there why? Was, yeah, there was a guy. I'm, I'm going to butcher the story because I haven't told it in a long time, but I'll try and keep it as brief as I can. There was a guy who was an onion farmer, and eventually he realized it was better to buy, to instead buy and sell contracts for delivery of onions from other people. So he was buying and selling onion futures. Um, eventually, he bought, all of the, he bought all of the onions in the country. He controlled, I think, like 95% of the onion market in the U.S. And onion farmers loved it because the price of onions was super high and people had to pay a shit ton of money for onions. And they were making good money. Um, so the, the most people hated him. 
because of this, but the farmers liked them. And then he suddenly just decided to dump all of them on the market. So people were buying onion futures left and right after. And, and since these contracts specify delivery, you can't just buy these things and say, yeah, I don't want them. You have to take delivery, physical delivery of these onions. So in New York and other cities, there were just fucking carts of onions flooding the street, like literally onions everywhere. So now the farmers hated him because the price was just super low. The people hated him because he fucked them one time by making them pay a bunch, and he fucked them again by making him dispose of all these onions. So Congress stepped in, and they just said, okay, you know what? You didn't do anything illegal, but no one can ever do this again. Jack, didn't you do the same thing with arrows in World of Warcraft? Well, they didn't step in and fix it. I just made bank off of arrows before they <laughs> And that's how he gained his love to Baron. Okay. Futures, Jared. Futures are just a contract that says, yeah, I want this many onions in the future at this date. That's basically it. And you can buy and sell those contracts. So most, most futures contracts are initiated by people that will never even touch the commodity. Like that was, um, that was the whole reason why the price of oil was negative a few months ago. Because no one had any fucking room for oil, so no one wanted the contracts. So they were paying people to take them, which made the price negative. It's econ. It's so, so fucked up how things work. It's insane. The world is the world's wild. Are you are you talking? I can't really hear you. Me? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. There's a there's a bit on an old a classic old episode of The Simpsons. Where the fucking the dweeb kid Martin, it's like spring break, and his like dad is like, "Okay, Martin, here's a hundred dollars to invest in the futures market." And they're like standing at like Wall Street with like all the like all the fucking little terminals and like all the tickets on the ground or whatever the fuck. And he goes running into the room and he shouts like, "Soy, soy!" And then all of a sudden, everybody else is crowding around, yelling like, "Soy, soy, soy!" And then his dad comes up and is like, "You just won ten million. You just made ten million dollars." <laughs> And he's like, yes. And then he looks at this thing again. He says, now you lost all but a thousand of it. You got green. It's like, that still makes no fucking sense to me, that joke. I still have no I, idea. I don't want to explain it. I don't, yeah. don't want to have to explain it. All I, all I know is that, that boy, he likes... He likes... <laughs> he likes soy. He likes soy. We're not yeah, one time about... I heard of soy. I want to think... We're, we're not going to talk I about boys and soy. We're not going to talk about that. Trading sure. a soy, trading a soybean, uh, for some sort of other kind of food. Trading, trading a soybean all the way up to his yacht at the Liberty. Yeah, place. yeah, trading, yeah. Trading a paperclip up to a house is something that some guy actually did. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was referencing. Bartering is not illegal. Like you can do it. No, yeah, you it's can, legal. You can do it. That's oh wait, that's a good idea. Is just to like keep track of you like have changed with friends throughout your life. And eventually, like over Keep the course a running of your life, tally. just just proximally increase the the overall scale of the thing, just very gradually, until eventually you're able to trade, like or like you know something like a like a car or something for like a cheap ass house, and then trade the cheap ass house for like a good house. You could do that. You Why could do that. There? I want to trade. Trade up. Oh, what's a good thing trade that you can do a trade? Amazon. This you is know, a good thing you can do with trading. Trading and uh, trade. I want. You think those libertarian places? They should make one where it has the same layout as a uh, trade server on TF2. <laughs> 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 
That's basically yeah, what like, it is, though, right? It's fucking like, Minecraft. Just make it, make it the Grand Exchange, Friendscape. Yeah, you just walk in and you start hearing Sea Shanty. <laughs> and you, you have some guy doing dance emotes in the corner. You have another guy wearing, like, six different capes at once. <laughs> people are trying to get to 99 Fire Me. I'm just imagining, like, two people, uh, two people erotic role-playing in the back of the New York Stock Exchange. Like, That's good. That's good. <laughs> Those are the real American psychos. Yeah, yeah. the real psychos are the people who do erotic RP in video games. Like, who does that? Yeah, so, yeah. You know what's who, fucked who up is that? people who, who are play um, Second Life and I've been playing it for years. Yeah. That's, what the fuck is up with that? Have you ever Second seen life. that? Is that? Did I show you that video of that guy that goes on Second Life and another guy just starts trying to show off a house and he's like, yeah, I have no money. And so the guy is trying to explain to him how to play Second Life. And the guy has to be in his 40s, just based on his voice, you know? Yeah. And eventually, he's just he just starts fucking with him to the point where the guy, the old guy, is just, like, yelling at him about how he's too stupid to even understand the game. Have I showed you that one? It's good. It's I think that I may... I know of similar videos. Uh, All right, good. videos time. Let's go watch our videos. Goodbye.